You're listening to Inside the Minds with Dante Marsh and Ryan Hyde. A podcast about life, lessons, and whatever the hell else they want to talk about. Today's guest was a member of the 2009 national champion Florida Gators. He played in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Indianapolis Colts, before making his way to Canada to play in the CFL with the Montreal Alouettes, Toronto Argonauts, and BC Lions. Please welcome to the show, Chris Rainey. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate it for having me. How's it going today, Chris? Oh, great. They got done with a flag football game. I think the refs didn't like me, so they called about six flats on me. <laughs> but, but that kind of flag football is like the church league. You can't no cussing. But when you're playing the real deal flag league, it's totally different. So you just got to remind yourself where you're at. But. Yeah. So probably it's a standard question these days. What have you been doing this offseason to stay in uh, game shape for the CFL season? Well, like I do uh, flag football tournaments, but other than that, basketball and because mostly basketball is all my off-season cardio and and conditioning. Yeah. But other than that, training, that's it, by myself. By yourself, yeah. The old social distancing comes into play. Oh, uh, that's what other people do, but it don't it don't matter to me. So there's talk now, right now, with uh, the, the XFL and the CFL merging together, um, you know, with the potential of saving the CFL. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, uh, one thing I can do is shout out to, uh, to The Rock, because, you know, he always <laughs> makes stuff happen, and plus he – he had a um a chance to to go to CFL and experience and all that kind of stuff. So he probably know what it's like and what they go through and all that kind of stuff. But if he do, shout out to him. If not, hey, it's just cause I, <laughs> I don't have nothing to say about the CFL. <laughs> Man, I I really hope that they can get something figured out. I mean, I really yeah. do. Because, I mean, the, the CFL in Canada has been around for, you know, 100 years, more than 100 sure. years, right? Is it 150 plus? Yeah. That's so, why I don't understand how NFL, I know they got plenty of money, all that kind of stuff. I don't think they have the same mindset like NFL do. No. Dante always says that um, 
they need to market the players more instead of the league. Yeah, they would never mark the players unless the players that's no name and been there for 10 years plus. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. So unfortunately, Dante today has got a, a personal matter that he's got to take care of. So he's not with us, uh, was supposed to be, but um, he'll be back on again. Um, Dante, you in my prayers. Mine too. Definitely mine too. Uh, so Chris, how old were you when you started playing football? Six years old. Six. And I didn't, I didn't sign up. My uh, my grandma signed me up because she she used to watch me play football by myself, throw the football as far as I can, go catch it myself. So she sat on the porch and watched me years and years because I had a dog. That was my only friend. Played with my toys in the front yard by myself, always by myself. Um, so she was like, you know what? I'm going to just sign you up for football. She signed me up first year, offensive lineman, and to this day I still don't know how I became the running back. And the rest <laughs> is history. You say she signed you up as an offensive lineman? No, she just signed me up for football, and they put me on offensive lineman at first. Wow. Okay. You're you're pretty small too, aren't you, Chris? Yep. I've always been called small. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you grew up in Lakeland, Florida, and went to Lakeland High School. 2006 as a senior you led the team with 2478 rushing yards and 32 touchdowns that's pretty impressive stuff yeah i could have had more didn't play probably like three games on a play first half depending who we play because i our head coach he always respect opponents so he can't do nothing about it you gotta do what he and he taught us a lesson too so yeah I I enjoy running the score. I'm not going to lie. I, I wish he was like that because I guarantee y'all probably would have about 20,000 yards. <laughs> you think I'm mean, playing? If you're going to hammer him, you might as well hammer him good, right? I mean, you know, just give him the beating, man. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, a goal in life to set, set records and try to make records that people can't beat. So in the CFL right now, um, if the scores get out of hand, do they kind of tone things down a bit then, or do they just go for it? Oh, I'm trying to think who. I don't know if that was ever a, like a Wally Buono thing to do is to, you know, run the score, but. No, I'm trying to think what team that don't care. No, I think Hamilton out of all teams, they're going to run up the scoreboard. They don't care. It's just too, it's too many nice nice things that happen when it comes to football games at CFL. It just, it's just too nice. So when you play of, football, you got to be savage. Yeah. That's what football is all about. I, I agree 100%. So speaking of Hamilton and running the score, that uh, made me think of something is when the BC Lions were dancing the day before in the Hamilton logo at center field. And then the next day, Hamilton just hammered the lines, I think, like forty-two to three or some shit like that. I think that's all. I think that always gonna happen in every type sport, unless you just a dominant team. But, but that gonna happen in every sport. If somebody's doing some stuff like that, just like Pittsburgh, uh, still a Juju Smith, all that kind of stuff. It always come bite them in the butt every time. It never fails. <laughs> it just, it just. I don't know why it happened, but it always happened that way. Yeah, always happens. So as I said in the opening, you played on the 2009 national champion Florida Gators. 
What are some of your memories about that season? <laughs> did we had an unstoppable team. <laughs> yeah. It did. I ain't never been on no team that had that all that firepower on offense, defense, special teams. It just the walk-ons. It just was ridiculous, like ridiculous. And then when I look back at it, and me getting the ball at practice, everybody was scared of me. Yeah. And you be like, dang, really? I, I was an impact like that against that kind of team? Because that defense, oh, it, it just re- ridiculous. Yeah. But, and then again, my most memory is defense always talk trash. <laughs> so one day they was talking mad trash. I'm, I couldn't take it no more. So, so I said, okay, you know what? I'm for to write every defensive player name on a piece of paper. And I'm for the because I mean, you know, I like to juke people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna cross out every name after that. And that same day, I crossed out all of them on one play. <laughs> after I, I, I made something happen on one play, scored a touchdown, all that, and I came in the locker room, crossed all, all their names. It happened on one play. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, you played with a lot of big names in Florida. Uh, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, Riley Cooper, the Pouncey brothers, to name a few. Who stood out to you the most? Who stood out? No, that's impossible. That's impossible. It was a whole team thing because everybody stood out. Yeah. Because if it wasn't one person making a play, it was somebody else. And it's only one ball. And there's no I in team. Nope. <laughs> so how big of an influence were the Pouncey brothers uh, to you in your career? Oh, they just unstoppable. Yeah. And that's and then the kind of offense lines I like to be around all through football because one, they savage, two, they work hard, three, they run up the field. For they make their plays, they make blocks, and if you if you're doing something wrong, if or anything, or if they feel like hey, they'll come to you and say hey, follow me on this play. All right, even though I'm supposed <laughs> to do that, but all right, I got you. Touchdown. Hey, it, it's just hard to have offensive linemen like that. You only see a few here and there. It ain't just often all offensive linemen just do that. Yeah. You uh you grew up with the Pounceys, didn't you? Didn't you live with them? Yeah, I moved in um sophomore in high school because I was, was friends, and then we just started hanging out, and then I ended up moving in with them because situations at home and all that stuff. Yeah. So what was it like in Florida playing in front of seventy thousand fans every night? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, but then again, only time I heard the crowd when somebody scored on on the field from us. That's it. That's the only time I heard them or blocked the punt. Yeah, other than that, I block all that out. Really, all of it. Yep. Yep. Wow, that must be a diff- well. You would think that'd be a difficult thing to do, but blocking everybody well, yes. out. 
Yeah, when you're so focused and confident and all that kind of stuff, you don't hear nothing, but everything slowed down. You know, like in trap meet, when you're getting right there, you look up, everything slowed down before the, they shoot the gun and all that kind of stuff. That's how it is in football with me. Wow, I'll say that. Because the crowd can mess you up if you think about it. Yes, sir. So you were also on the track and field team in Florida. Uh, what can you tell our listeners about that? I just wish we had our own football four by one. It would have been nice, but <laughs> left and right football players are quitting. Cause when I say them track practice at Florida was ridiculous hard, I almost quit too a couple times. Yeah, but I but I stayed in there because I knew we was too good and I had a chance to win national championship in both sports. And it's and you don't see that from athletes in college doing winning championships in two different sports right yeah it's crazy yeah definitely crazy you've got some talent chris you're awfully fast that's for sure used to be <laughs> oh, you're still you still got wheels you still got wheels somewhat <laughs> did you uh did you play any other sports oh uh, basketball in high school but that's that because i tried out for baseball for one day but i quit because it was so boring uh I did soccer for PE, but I went. I knew I went good because you got to kick it a certain way for it to go a certain way. Okay, you can't kick it straight and go all over the place and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's when I find out fast though. With soccer, was it? Yeah. So uh, I read on Instagram back in the day you'd race people for money, and I remember you're calling out people on Instagram saying, "Yo, let's go! You know, put your money down." Oh, uh, yeah, you got to, because, you know, it's a lot of fast people out there, but in the day, if you know you fast and and you want to brag about it, hey, come race me and, and let's go. <laughs> it's, I think, is what, three losses I did in my life? Wow. My, bro my brother, Chevy Walker, my freshman year in college, and Percy Harvin, because we rate me and Percy Harvin, we raced three times. I won, he won, and we tied. So basically, that's even. So I just say I lost two in my lifetime. <laughs> so pregame, next time that they allow fans in Vancouver for a BC Lions game, and hopefully there is a season, how about you and I race in the parking lot? Oh, we could do that, or we could do – um. That thing with uh, Calgary be doing, that dude that be uh, racing people at halftime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get me in. Get me on Every the Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, I, I probably want to do that after football. <laughs> How much he get paid for doing that? I have no idea. There's that other guy, too, that guy at, oh, the running around the, I forget what baseball stadium that is, but they're running around the baseball stadium in, the, like, the seventh inning or some shit with the flash. Do you remember seeing that? Some guy in like a flash suit and the racing people. And he lost. He, he tripped up one time right at the end and he lost. No, I didn't see that. I might have to look that up. Yeah, you're going to have to look that up. Going to have to look that up. So, Chris, you were drafted in the fifth round of the 2012 NFL draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. What were your expectations heading into the draft that year? So, make the team. Me, I was coming in with mad confidence 
un- unstoppable. Uh, I already went first round, even though I could have went lower. But when you get in trouble, you know how that goes. But just still, you know, just do your job, make the team. That's that's that. Yeah, do your job, make the team. So, what was the NFL Combine like? Just like any other combine, but just more pressure. But not pressure to me, but it made more pressure for everybody because the way I looked at it as I'm looking that football that's going in your hand, that is all money. So if you drop that football, you lost your money. So that's how I looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> so you spent three seasons in the NFL with the Steelers, Colts, and Cardinals. What was your time like in the NFL? Oh, it was decent, even though if you don't got a name for yourself, you probably won't last long. But I was trying to make a name for myself, but I didn't get enough chances or stay long enough to do to make a name for myself because I know for a fact I'll probably be on my third contract by now. Yeah. So, Chris, you had a few legal things also that came up. Um and maybe, you know, took away from some opportunities in the NFL. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Oh, well, because the one that happened in college, that what set me back to go to fifth round. And then the one in, I was in the NFL, I was accused of it because end of the day, you can't control what other people say. So if somebody say you did this and that, what can you do? But Because at that time, that's when they make the law. If the police come out for domestic violence, somebody got to go to jail. And most likely, the guys always be the one to get taken. So what can you do? Run? No. They're going to make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. You got to face face the music, right? Right. You got to. And just tell me, hey, we know what the truth is. The truth is. So that's why I was dropped. Yeah. And then the uh, the fire fire extinguisher incident. Um, I guess somebody was playing around with fire extinguishers in a hotel or something like that. It was, uh, we was in dorm rooms. It was during uh, training camp. Uh, you know, when you're in training camp in NFL, you on absolute lockdown. You ain't going nowhere. People just try to find ideas to have fun, prank people, <laughs> this and that, and all that kind of stuff. Just a group of us, just having fun with young guys. Me, I'm friends with. Anybody, I don't care if you're older or younger or whatever. I make friends with anybody because, you know, it's different when you get to the NFL compared to college because yeah. everybody hang out with each other. NFL, soon as the practice over, everybody go to separate. It's just totally different. But, yeah, we just horse around, all that kind of stuff. Somebody um, sprayed the thing, and the uh, alarm went off, and then the fire truck people came, and everybody took off running. And so when we all ran, I ran outside where all the vets was at, just chilling, smoking cigars. So I ran, sat in the um golf cart, and when the fire alarm going off, you can hear the fire trucks coming to the dorms. So Reggie Wayne, like, man, what the hell going on? So he about to walk upstairs, because I heard him say he finna knock on everybody's door to come outside to see what happened, something like that. So I stopped him from going upstairs, and I was like, hey, man, I did it. I took the blame and all that stuff, and... When coaches call this and that and all that. So about an hour, two hours later, 
get a knock on my uh door. Hey, Chris Rain, uh, I'm talking about I'm friends with everybody. Equipment people, the video people, um, everybody love me because I'm doing everything right. I, I'm just one of them people that everybody love no matter what. But they're like, sorry, Chris, man, but we need your, your iPad, this and that. And I, my mouth just dropped. And, you know, that's what when, when somebody asks for your iPad, that's when you know you're going home. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Yeah. You see it a lot. You see it a lot. But when it, and it's time for you to get that, you give them your iPad, you're like, damn, it's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, it's really happening. And that's it, eh? Would you have done things differently with that? Uh, I would have did like everybody else. <laughs> run, yeah, zip it and run. Just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I knew that, I wouldn't say nothing. I'd probably be... Them one back at the coast right now. Yeah. But everything happened for a reason, so. Yes, sir. So you, you eventually made your way up to Canada and uh, signed with the Montreal Alouettes. Oh, I ain't make my way. Somebody told me. Somebody told you, um, yeah. Um, Freeman. You remember the linebacker for the Colts? Freeman? Slash, what, he was a linebacker slash DN? What, what? So the Freeman that comes up to me is Antonio Freeman, but I, it's not Antonio. No, he was a linebacker for the Colts. Cause he played with me over there. I think he was number 50. Was he 50, 58? Whatever. But he, he was a linebacker for the Colts. Freeman, something Freeman. Or, is, or Freeman something. Damn, bro. But he the one told me about the CFL because he came from the CFL. That's how he ended up coming to the NFL. But he told, he told me about it. and. After I went to the uh, Arizona and all the other stuff, uh, I was like, you know what? Let me go up there and get some film because I heard about the field and all that. Get some film and come right back. And But when you try to come back, you hit the same thing over and over. But what's the waste? it's a waste of time to try to do something when people keep saying the same thing over and over. Yeah. So in 2015, you signed with the BC Lions. What was it like playing for Wally Buono? He the real deal. I see why I wasn't scared of him, but everybody was. And I see why people were scared of him. He is no joke. <laughs> but I love it, though. I love it because him got the same same mentality. But he a coach and I'm a player. Even though he played before me, but still, he, me and him got the same mentality. That's why we, was, we clicked. Yeah. He treated me like a son. Dante always makes comments like um, Wally would always let him know, you know, there's I can always bring in somebody cheaper. I mean, I can cut you tomorrow, basically, right? He don't care who you is. No. I mean, I, I've never met the man, but, uh, you know, he's come up in conversation quite a few times, and that's a lot of stuff that is said that he does not play around. He's the real deal. It's hard to find coaches like that. Because you remind me of Irvin Meyer. Uh, my high school coach and Mike Tumlin, them, them all my favorite coaches, all yeah. time. So you're the BC Lions all-time leader in kick return yards, and hopefully I'm only going to add to that record this year. Do you sit back and reflect on those things, or just uh, put them aside? Uh, no, unless somebody bring it up and be like, 
Oh, damn, I did that. Like, um, because somebody made me a highlight. And and they said Chris Rainer got 10,000 all-purpose yards. And then I'm like, 10,000? I want to play six season. And then you start notice, because they start bringing up other people, records or something like that. You're like, dang, really? I want to play that that short amount of time, then I caught up with all these people. I'm like, okay. But they were like, yeah, you got a chance to be uh, number one in three categories. I was like, oh, really? Okay. I'm going to definitely go for that. <laughs> yep. So um, you spent your last playing CFL season with the Toronto Argos. Uh, I, was, I was pretty pissed off when, uh, when the Lions decided not to re-sign you. I mean – you you're the only BC lion that can get my ass out of my seat in a hurry, you know, knowing that the ball, you know, you know, punt, punt return, you're catching the ball. I'm yelling, let's go, Chris, you know? No, um, I feel like they let me go because I had an injury that I see. I was nervous about the injury too, but it, it just, I think it was, it was my toe. Cause everybody thought I hurt my ankle, but it was my toe. I hurt when we played Calgary that last game. Was that in the, in the playoffs? Was that in the playoffs? I can't remember. I think that was in the playoffs, but I hurt my toe. But it didn't feel the same. I was running funny. So they probably got nervous that I probably wasn't going to be the same. I thought I wasn't going to be the same. But, hey, when I have injuries, I know for a fact I'm coming back right because I, I know how to treat my body right. I know how to treat my body, all that stuff. But What was that season like in uh, Toronto? Oh Lord, oh Lord. They told they when you know you got real friends that know the game of football and they reach out to you and say, Don't do it. Yeah. Especially when certain coaches coach. Cause players know players know football and they know what good coaches and not good coaches. They told me not to, but I had to take the chance because I, when I took the chance, that uh, that coach used to coach um, um, Stephon Logan. Okay. So that in my head, like, man, if he did all that for him, I, I got to take a chance, even though everybody took And, yep, and everybody was right. I ain't gonna say no name, but he was the awesome coordinator. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I guess you live and you learn, right? Like you, we had firepower on that offense. Yeah. And did you see anything? No. No. There what what they say? You got the best, best, uh, best roster on paper, but it ain't look like it. And the same kind of problems were in BC, you know, BC had a really bad year that year. I know it's, it's hard to say, you got to say like last year because it was the last season that was played, but you know, the last season of, of the CFL, um, you know, Hervey brought in all these ex uh, Eskimos, got rid of a lot of, you know, the, the meat and potatoes of the BC Lions, including yourself, you know, Bola Combo, a bunch of other guys. And it was just a shitty year. It was disaster. Yeah, 
You see them NFL teams going down here when they release either star players or players that make a difference or something like that. Like, like you release people if they suck or they making an impact or they just they don't they don't bring no value to you. That's who people you release. Yeah. But you know, some people everybody different. Yeah, and that, that's just the nature of the game, I guess, too, right? That's how it goes. And guys get released and other guys come in and there you go. Right? Yeah, and some coaches make mistakes and some mistakes, you like, nah, they ain't, that wasn't no mistake. Heck no. So are, what are you going to be able to bring to the BC Lions this coming season that they were missing last season without you? What I'm bringing to the BC Lions, what they missed last year. I'm bringing hell. <laughs> bringing hell. It's going to be hell. Because one, I love the color orange. Yeah. Two, I don't have to worry about weather because I'm indoor. Yeah. Three, I love football, and it's going to be a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I'm looking forward to and, it. And got a new staff that's definitely going to be on the same page because I know with Wally, he wanted to – he was trying to protect me to, to the playoff. He didn't want me to get hurt. But when playoff came, he let me loose. Yeah. But I want to be like that through the whole season. Right. Because I, I I know my body. I know how to protect my body. All that stuff. So And plus, I played in the SEC. All that. So, I'm, I just know football. But at the end of the day, you got to listen to the coaches. Just let her rip. I just want to play football just – it, it, I don't know when the last time I played up. Uh, actually, they gave me a chance to play a whole game. That was my first time in six years in the CFL when we played Winnipeg at their house. I played running back, receiver, punt return, kick return. Like, I missed those days trying to play the game, the whole game. Yeah. Man, so they, when you when they set you as a, a Pacific, per, uh, Pacific player, it, it's so boring. Yeah. And then you got two plays, and and like that what gets me still to this day. Like, say you start the game, you know how normal games are. It's four down, this and that. You start like you start the game. They get ball first. Two plays. You be like pump turn. You be like, dang that fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's still getting me. That's crazy to think that Wally was holding you back. But I understand what you're saying, but my mind, hey, I play football. I play in the SEC. What gonna, what gonna hurt me? How many years do you think you have left in the tank? My goal would be to be uh, the Tom Brady in the CFL. I'd love but, that. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go to. I can't go no more. I'm telling you, I'm gonna go to my body. Tell me. Not this year. Yeah. But when the way I train, I train like I'm still in college. That's the best train I ever had to this day because NFL is not the same when it comes to training. But college training is the real deal. Every bone in your body, every muscle, all that stuff, I still train like that. That's why I still – still. that's why I'm still walking normal to this day. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Um, so I had Jeremiah Johnson on a previous episode, and he said that you're the funniest player he's ever played with. Who, who do you think the funniest player is you've ever played with? Funniest person I ever played with. Any Lee or just CFL? Maybe both. CFL, funny person I ever played with. Mm -mm -mm. There's got to be somebody that gets you going. I think Tyler Davis. Okay. Tyler Davis and and the whole thing, the funniest player I ever played with. Boy, that's a that's a tough one. It's hard to make me laugh. <laughs> I see you laughing on Instagram every day. <laughs> <laughs> Cause right. I'll be so I'll be so serious when it comes to football. Yeah. So you had an Instagram video of your son that went viral. Uh, how crazy was that? Well, Tyler said, "Man, this video for to go viral." I was like, "Man, please!" I don't even know that many people. That's exact words I said. I don't even know that many people. Yeah. Because they were because every time we go to a park, that's the first thing he want to do get on some spinning thing. Yeah, because at the same time, when you're a kid and young like that, you don't want to spin them that much because they brain still ain't developed all the way. So that makes you nervous. And two, at the same time, they love it and they want to keep doing it. And you're like, well, I brought them to the park to have fun. So I'm going to let them have fun. So I, I spot them and he just kept falling. It was the funniest I ever <laughs> seen. Oh. And, yeah, that was pretty I, funny. And I post it, and and to this day, he still get paid for it. <laughs> That's awesome. College fund. Hey, yeah, maybe about, say about 17500 Seriously? For that? And, been, and that was, what, 2017? Wow. I just posted that on my Facebook, actually, just a couple days ago. <laughs> they still They still be using it, too. <laughs> That's awesome. At this point in your career, what has been your greatest accomplishment? Oh, no, my greatest accomplishment is my list of goals I had growing up. My goal for, for, middle, for Pop Warner, win the Super Bowl for football, got cheated, cheated in the Super Bowl, scored six times. All of them get called back except for one. So we lost 19-6. So get to high school. Goal is to win. What up, what up? Uh, win all four years of that. Uh, all four years of state championship. Got three because I won starting the first one. So I let that one slide. Uh, wanted to uh, win Mr. Florida, but got in trouble because they – Thought I was receiving free stuff, so they tried to not let me play in the state championship game. But when they did, 
all hell broke loose. Uh, college, before I went to college, get all my teammates that I played with high school to come with me so I won't play by myself because they all was going to Florida State at the time. They all came to win championships in college and track. Uh, Could have won two, but won one. Still mad about that. I blame Carlos Dunlap for that one. Uh, make Get drafted. It don't have to be no matter around. Just get drafted, period. Get to the NFL and do your thing, all that stuff, even though I should have been there longer. But, hey, life's happened. Um, school, your first NFL touchdown. Uh, have your own NFL jersey so you can have on your wall when you get your house. Um, get to the CFL, want to win a great cup. I've been close four times, yeah. but didn't have a lot of help. Uh, get my own house when I get older. Finally moved in my own house uh, three weeks ago. Finally, it took 11 years. Um, wanted to win the Heisman. Didn't get a chance to win that because you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, graduate college, high school. Did all that. Only reason why I graduate college, because I stayed for track, because I was going to leave early. For a fact, I would leave early. Yeah. But lucky I was doing track. That saved me. Um. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Have kids and live life. Yeah. <laughs> With a smile on your face. Yeah, I probably checked off all of them except for probably like three. Sounds, sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. You know, everybody look at life different. I just yeah. look at life as what goals I set on my piece of paper. I just need to want to cross them out. That's all. Yeah. I do want to travel the world, but I'm scared to do that part because I don't trust <laughs> them other countries. I look at too much stuff on YouTube, movies. Oh, no, can't do it. Chris, I remember talking to you about my work being haunted on Instagram. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were having some kind of run-in with the boogeyman or some something. I don't know. what. I can't remember what it was, but we ended up talking about my work being haunted and. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy, man. It's literally yeah. good though. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, there's always something creepy going on at my work. Always, hundred mm. percent. You just gotta believe that they're not here to hurt you. They're just here to like keep I, your company. I, I believe it, and I don't believe it because if you if you like take it too far to believe it, it's gonna mess up your head and mind. That I, I just don't think about it, period, because I ain't trying to be living scared. Yeah. No point living scared, man. <laughs> if you didn't have a career as a football player, what would you be doing? Uh, speed training or acting, all that kind of stuff. Acting. We had Adekulu on couple months ago and he's getting big into acting right now oh yeah he definitely uh, actually you just you just said the name out of he is funny is he 
and I love how he danced. That jump so funny, boy. It is funny. <laughs> Every video I get that got some nice dancing in, I send to him. <laughs> he love it too. It's awesome. He's a good cat. He is a good guy. Yeah. He's good too. So he was going to get uh, a mugshot of Dante. Well, not a mugshot, but a headshot and uh, try and get Dante into acting. And Dante said he wanted to be on training day too. As training day cop. too? As a bad cop. <laughs> hey, that's who you talk to if you want to go to acting. That's who you talk to, because he know a lot. He know a lot. Yeah, maybe we can get you in there as the Rain Man. Hey, come on. I'm Make probably going to I'm probably. If one thing I want to do with acting, is probably Life Store movie. Yeah. Life Store football movie. Well, they could, they could probably make a, a movie on that 2009 Florida Gators championship team. I mean, really, you know? One day, though. It's coming because I hear a lot of talks. Yeah, that's awesome. You can play yourself. Hey, right? I, I definitely could do that. Yeah. Because I still got a baby face when I cut off the beard. <laughs> but I don't. That's why I keep my beard because I don't, I don't like to get asked my, for my ID. Chris, I'll never forget the time in Vancouver. It was August. I was over for Lions game, and I saw you uh, outside the stadium, and you had this red jumpsuit on. And this, like, freaking, like, big hat. I don't know what you call that hat. But it was, like, 40 fucking degrees that day. And you must have been hotter than hell. And you got this red flag. You're dressed for winter. Hey, I'm, I ain't, I'm always cold. <laughs> always cold. And people think it's hot in Canada. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh-uh. Not compared to Florida. Yeah, it's totally different. Y'all think hot is 70, 75, 65? No, that's cold. What's hot, Chris? Because I'm telling you, you come to Florida, if anything is under 75, it's cold. <laughs> you think I'm playing? You're going to see everybody with jumpsuits and except for the, the white people, because you know they, they love the cold. <laughs> They'll have no shirt on in the cold. My neighbor. My neighbor, every day he's got his old gut hanging out. You know, it's February and he's out in the cold. I was like, dude, put a shirt on, man. Let's get, you know, totally my neighbor. I'll see how they can do it. You can't pay me 500000 to do that, Joe. Chris, if I can get a picture of it one day, I'll Instagram it to you. All right. <laughs> it's funny shit. So, Chris, we're getting near the end here. Uh, what scares you the most? What scares me the most? What scares me the most? Real life. Real life. Yeah. Yeah, all this stuff out here. It makes me nervous. Me too. Things things are things are changing quickly yeah, in the world. And it's not good. Cause when I look at myself, I'm like, because I always like, I don't have enemies nowhere in life, but that doesn't even matter. Right. Because somebody can have a bad day and don't effing care. Yeah. Yeah. It's, damn, boy, that's scary, boy. Well, you could look, Indianapolis, 
you know, this week there was a shooting at the My FedEx girl plant. just told me about that yesterday, too. Sad and scary. Because you don't know when that's going to happen. No. Chris, I mean, we used to have bad days and we, you know, maybe, maybe you talk back to somebody or maybe you drive fast or, you know, slam a door. But now people are going and grabbing guns and shooting places up, you know. I used to be road rage, but she, you had, you, you got it. You got it. And you don't even know who you're road raging with anymore. Right. You never know who's next to you and what's going on. So you can have it. You want to drive faster than me? If you don't want to let me go over, you got it. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. It's not even worth it anymore. Mm -mm. And you know, you've got young kids, you know, your, your son is six. Yep. And your daughter is how old? Fit be, I got six, six, fit to be five and one. Okay. So when you start to think of what's going to be in the world for them, you know, when they hit your age, that's a scary thought. That's a really scary thought. Well, I'm so glad my kid is super tough. I'm making it even more tougher, but not so much to be be disrespectful in the real world because I, I am disciplined to the max. I don't care because I just want my kids to be perfect when they go out the door. Y'all don't have to be perfect inside the house, but y'all got to be perfect outside the house. Yeah. You don't, you don't trust nobody. Anybody can do anything, any given time, any given day, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So I haven't done this for a while. Um, actually, I haven't done it with Dante, but we're going to get into some quick hits, which are just one-word answers for the end of the show here. Uh, so let's fire this up. Chris, your favorite NFL team? <laughs> I did have one, but... My only favorite one NFL team if I'm on there. <laughs> all right. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Oh, Michael Jordan all day. That's who I that's okay. who I admire. <laughs> yeah. Favorite NHL hockey team. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I don't have one, but I'll pick the Tampa Bay Rays since they stay close by my hometown. Or the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, that too. That too. Worst thing you ever bought? Worst thing I ever bought. Mm. Worst thing I ever bought. I've had some good answers. Because my goal is not to buy the worst thing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to pass on that one. Pass on that one. Favorite music artist? Oh, I got a couple of Tupac, Biggie, Warren G, Nate Dogg, and Snoop Dogg. Okay, I agree on all those. Very good. Do you believe in UFOs? Man, I'm 50 50, boy. I am 50 50. <laughs> it's hard to believe it and it's hard not to believe it. Yeah, dude, there's just so much out there. You don't understand how much TV, news, YouTube, 
movies that I watch. It just. Yeah. Shower or bath? It depends if I have to uh, take a bath in Epsom salt. Right. Favorite TV show? I got a couple of uh, Fresh Print, Print, Martin, uh, Natural, Fam uh, Adam Family back in the day. Yeah. Heat of the Night. I remember that. Uh, if you could travel any of the, anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Dubai. Dubai. Yes, that would be a nice trip. Every time I, I look at it on YouTube and I'm like, man, oh my God. It looked like the whole country is just live life over there. Yeah, I agree. No kidding. Hello, everyone. It's Chris Rainey. Thank you for joining me on Inside the Mind. It was great talking to you. God bless. Stay healthy and safe.